always has an answer. It's Sean Hannity. This afternoon at 2, right before Joe Walsh at 5, on AM 560, The Answer. Dan and Amy, and uh, the evidence continues to mount. A uh, letter confirms Vatican officials knew of McCarrick allegations. Allegations against Cardinal McCarrick. Uh, that were made in 2000. Father Boniface Ramsey, pastor of St. Joseph's Church in York, uh, St. Joseph's Church, Yorkville in New York City, uh, told the Catholic News uh, Service that uh, September 7th, uh, on September 7th, that he re- received a letter dated October 11th, 2006 from uh, a uh, Vatican official asking for information regarding a priest in the Archdiocese of New York who studied at Immaculate Conception Seminary, who was being vetted for a post at a Vatican office. Uh, the uh, Vatican official wrote to Father Ramsey, I ask with particular reference to serious matters involving some of the students of the seminary in question, which in November 2000 you were good enough to bring confidentially to the attention of the Apostolic Nuncio in the United States, the late Archbishop uh, Gabriel Montalvo. So uh, just evidence that the Vatican had communicated with a priest stateside about allegations against McCarrick that dated back to 2000, this letter that uh, Father Ramsey released for scrutiny dated October 11, 2006. Hmm. And yes, yet uh, Pope Francis called for silence and prayer in the wake of these allegations against McCarrick and the Vatican last week. And then there's this locally. One of the top flax for Pope Francis has been Cardinal Supich here. Yeah. Uh, Vincent McCaffrey. Vincent McCaffrey is a priest who in Chicago, Chicago area, sentenced to 20 years in federal prison back in 2003 for possession and receipt of child pornography. Though he never uh, was charged with abusing kids, McCaffrey admitted during the court case that he had molested so many he couldn't remember the exact number. Oh, sick. Uh, the... Uh, uh, a priest, another priest at the time, Reverend Raymond Godert, wrote to then Cardinal Bernadine. Uh, one of the key parishioners received an anonymous phone call which made reference by name to Vince, this priest, and alleged misconduct on his part with young boys. We all agreed the best thing would be for Vince to move. Oh, instead of throwing Vince in jail or calling the police? We don't know if the anonymous caller will strike again. Uh, Godert was... Uh, promoted to auxiliary bishop in 91, retired in 2003. He acknowledged in 2007, in response to questions from lawyers deposing him, that he knew 25 priests had broken the law over the years by molesting children, but he had never alerted police. A decade later, boy, decades later, nothing changes. It just is the case here with McCarrick and the Vatican. A decade later, Godert remains in good standing as a bishop, and... He also is living in the Cardinal's Mansion on Chicago's Gold Coast. Right now? Cardinal Supich's house guest, according to the his, Chicago Sun-Times. Is Cato Kalin? Well, house guest? Sort of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, how are we to take Cardinal Supich's uh, calls for the church to deal with uh, sexual misconduct and cover-ups when he has somebody who was a cover-upper 
living in the mansion in the Gold Coast. For more on both of these topics, we're pleased to be joined by Mary Hassan. She's a Katie O'Byrne Fellow in Catholic Studies at the Ethics and Public Policy Center, also the director of the Catholic Women's Forum. She was one of the uh, signatories on that letter that we read last week, signed by uh, dozens and dozens of prominent Catholic women calling on Pope Francis to answer some simple, straightforward questions that silence wasn't enough. And if you remember the line that I liked the most, it was the line uh, in that letter about uh, these women being as much of the church as the bishops and the cardinals and the hierarchy. Uh, Mary Rice Hassan, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. Well, why don't we start locally for us with the Cardinal Supich and his house guest. Um, how do you react to that? Well, I don't know the, the immediate circumstances. I understand the, the Cardinal's mansion is in disrepair, so I'm not quite sure whether that's a, a lavish place for him to be or not. But, but really what this points to is what you mentioned earlier when you were, you were speaking, is that there is just a culture of cover-up that has existed for decades and I think when you referenced earlier the letter that, um, or the confirmation that has come out that, yes, indeed, the Vatican knew back in 2000 that then Cardinal McCarrick was engaged in serious misconduct with seminarians, that means that was 18 years before lay people got any wind of that. And the Cardinal was being promoted as sort of the face and the distinguished, um, you know, persona in the American church here. So there's, there's a culture that's longstanding of just tolerating not just child abuse, which is horrible in itself, but a, a more generalized climate of sexual misconduct where it's just looked the other way and, and as if lay people have no stake in knowing about that and having priests living lives of integrity and bishops living lives of integrity. I'm confused about the McCarrick because they settled, the Catholic Church settled with two of his alleged victims, one for, I believe, $80,000, another one for $100,000. These were seminary students who he molested or harassed. When did that right. officially come out? That, there well, was that, didn't, that was not publicized until this year. Okay. So even though those settlements were, I believe, over a decade ago, those did not come out into the public discussion. And then Cardinal McCarrick was still being promoted, and in particular under Pope Francis, he was he was sort of um, revitalized, if you will, and and given responsibility specifically. What is to the be the face of the church? Well, right, and so you know because it wasn't publicized, and I think this is the point you're getting to. Doesn't mean that people internally didn't know. Particularly as you say, he is being promoted and elevated and scrutinized for promotion per this letter from Father Ramsey in, uh, in, at St. Joseph's in New York City. And so um, where do you sense that the internal pressure is right now for Francis to uh, do something offer than, other than offer silence and prayer? Well, I, I know that the American bishops, led by Cardinal DiNardo, are doing a terrific job of just um, insisting that the Vatican address this, that they've asked for a visitation, they've asked for an investigation. To the extent they're not getting a reply, that responsibility falls on those who are surrounding Pope Francis and Pope Francis himself. 
And and I think that's the frustrating thing here. That's what I'm hearing from from women: this hurt and betrayal, and just this sense of of frust- deep frustration and anger that the church, the institutional church, does not appear to be taking this seriously, or at least does not feel like there needs to be an accountability and a response to lay people when it's our children who were, you know, abused or our sons who were in the seminary who were exploited and and, and manipulated by people like you know, McCarrick. So there's just this, this willingness of people who were higher up to keep the laity in the dark and to just cover for each other. And that's that really, I think, is the source of the anger. Do you think Pope Francis should be forced to resign or step down from all this? No, I, I would not go that far. I'm not even going to get into that question. I think that the immediate question is, or the thing on the table is this. We have a hurting church, and you can't begin to heal from a wound until you clean it out. Yeah. You expose it to the light, you clean it out, and then you can apply whatever remedies you need and begin to heal. So we can't jump to the remedies without cleaning things out and knowing exactly what the problem is, because that's what got us, you know, in, in this country, that's what got us into trouble back in 2002. Really good guidelines were put in place for reporting of child abuse by priests, and the number of priest predators has dropped dramatically. But there was nothing put in place for bishops who were predators. There was no reporting mechanism, no accountability mechanism, nor was there anything for just this generalized climate of of priestly misconduct or bishop misconduct and the willingness to tolerate and cover that up. So if you don't acknowledge problems, you can't fix them. And that's why we're in this spot right now. And and it seems to me that the uh, hierarchy, at least aspects of the hierarchy, are completely uh, indifferent to the damage it's doing to the church, the numbers of people that are leaving the church because they don't distinguish between the faith and the church. They're so disgusted by the church. I mean, I- incidents like what happened uh, the other weekend where Cardinal Whirl is uh, shamed publicly during his homily in D.C. Uh, and uh, and again, it's just uh, they're just kind of playing damage control like a politician and hoping they can wait this out. And I wonder what other pressure can be brought to bear locally and internationally for some kind of full reckoning so that the integrity of the church's leadership can sometime, someday, it's not going to be tomorrow, someday be restored. Yeah, I, I think it's a multi-layered solution. I, I think, first of all, lay people need to make their voice heard in their own diocese. They need to go to their bishop, in this case Cardinal Supich, and just request that laity be allowed to review a lay commission or, or specific investigators who are trained, not one person, because we've seen when there's one person that oftentimes legitimate issues are just buried, but they need to expose these files and, and do a thorough review and see what is missing and begin that conversation about what needs to be fixed. So that needs to happen in every diocese. And I know in some dioceses across the country, there's great receptivity to that on the part of the bishops. They don't want the attorney general to force them to, to be opening their files. They want to do it themselves. 
They want to say, hey, let's let's get to the bottom of this. We don't want this either. So the more the laity can just pressure within their diocese to have this transparency, this willingness to confront the problem, and that's going to be effective. But also supporting Cardinal DiNardo and the efforts of the USCCB to put in place some, um, some meaningful procedures, but also... You know, they they want the Vatican to respond because really it's the Vatican who has responsibility for the individual bishops and the cardinals. So, but but Cardinal DiNardo and the USCCB, I think, need to hear from Catholics in America saying, you know, push, we, we want this, we need this. And then I would encourage lay people to, to sign our letter, Women Want Answers, the letter from women, we're going to send an update with new signatures at the end of this week. There's now a men's letter, Catholic Men United, doing the same thing, close to 10,000 signatures. We have over almost 43,000 signatures. You know, so the Pope needs to hear from us. And I've found that there's a, a disconnect between the U.S. and Europe, that a lot of people who are over there, I've been talking to a lot of international media over the past week, and, and they, they just don't get the turmoil, the drop in people attending mass, the drop in collections, the anger, the sense that, no, we're not going to let business as usual take over. This needs to be addressed. So that's, that message has got to cross the Atlantic and, and really penetrate the, those circles surrounding Pope Francis, who I, I think are, you know, would prefer to just let things blow over. But it, it's not. It's not going to blow over. She is Mary Rice Hassan, Katie O'Byrne Fellow in Catholic Studies at the Ethics and Public Policy Center and Director of Catholic Women's Forum. Uh, Mary, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. And she joined us on our turnkey.pro answer line. 